Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. This uh, week's Archer, ooh, Artist of the Week, I'm not taking it out, fuck it, is Jesse Wayne Taylor. Quit shaking your head, Kylie. Uh... <laughs> Thank you to Two Pilots Distillery for us uh, being a sponsor this month and Red Circle for putting a little change in my pocket. Uh, today, I got uh, my sidekick, the star of the show, Miss Kylie Strickland with me. Hey. I hate when you do that. You know you have to say more than fucking <laughs> hey. They can hear her. Scoot up close to the mic. I know it's weird sitting in here and not in there, but it's how you don't get, you, everybody can hear everybody. And then also, uh, on Zoom with us today, uh, Miss Kate Stinson, Southern Oreo. How are you doing today, sweetheart? I'm doing dandy. How are y'all? Uh, finna be doing better. Uh, we really didn't like vet this to see what we were going to talk about. And then, uh, within 30 seconds in, BDSM community fucking comes up out of nowhere. And Kylie's face lit up because she wasn't the one that said it. So, it's not me this time. Yeah, she knew that uh, she wasn't getting in trouble. I give her a lot of shit because she, she's very quickly to take it down that road, and uh, but you 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 uh, you are too, I guess. So we're gonna start with that. Um, but before that, Kate, drop your social media links, please, sweetheart. Oh Lord, okay. Y'all can follow me at on Instagram at underscore Kate Stinson underscore. You can follow me on TikTok at Kate Unfiltered. You can also find my podcast on Apple Music and on Spotify and on YouTube um, as Kate Unfiltered as well. You have been doing episodes, right? Mm-hmm. That's a no. Why? Cause I've got so much going on. I gotta get better about it. I gotta schedule things. That's my big thing. I'm just bad about it. But I have four up there right now. If anyone wants to go listen, they're great. Yeah, go listen, go listen to those four. They're going to want a lot more from you. And then, dickhead, drop your stuff. Official.Kylie.Strick on Instagram, Kylie Strickland 3 on OnlyFans and TikTok. I don't know if this will be awkward today or not, but y'all two eventually have to do a show just y'all two by yourselves. It would be uh, it'd be a home run. Yeah, it'd be pretty good because you do we'll not just like on you the whole time. You don't It'll like half of the stuff that I talk about. I, it ain't that I don't like half of the stuff you fucking talk about. Is It's how you go about talking about it. The more raunchy, the better. Well, I'm just not a raunchy person. I don't know what to tell you. This I, is coming from someone who used to be called the bearded bastard. So, like, I'm right, confused. Right. First off, that was classy. Um. Okay, maybe it wasn't that classy. But I was going <laughs> to say, do we need to discuss the snappy chats? Because we can. We can do that. That's but that was for service members. So, I guess in a way it was like. Yeah, it was for service members and perverts. It helpful. was a great time. Kate, Kate, that's how me and her know each other. From uh, Snapchat? Yeah, from Snapchat. She was uh, one of the original bearded bastard girls. She sends some good titty pics and stuff? Oh, no. No, no. no. I just enjoyed the titties that I saw, uh, but okay. I never said that. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Kate, no, Kate just helped promote it. Yeah, yeah. She's, some people in here like to do titty pictures all the time, though. I'm not saying who in this conversation of oh, three. I do. Oh, you? I, I mean, you got them. I mean, I, he gets them, but I, I like to them. post them. Yeah, she's got like a very, very successful OnlyFans. Oh, girl, look at you. Do you have OnlyFans? I do not. Why not? It's not for me. I said but that But I too. support all that do it. I said that too, but then I couldn't turn down the money. <laughs> very good money. 
<laughs> yeah, what have you made? Like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in three months? I've since November first, I've made one hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars. Sounds about right. There's the a girl on TikTok that I follow, gorgeous. She's a, a former Marine. Once Marine, always Marine. Um, she goes by Weights and Freedom. She made like two hundred and fifty thousand in her first three months. It was crazy. I was like, all right, do you? Yeah, no, I don't judge. You can post whatever you want to. I think that's like what a lot of people don't understand is that you only do what you're comfortable with doing. But I'm pretty comfortable with doing. I know just, she's she's. I'm pretty comfortable with doing just about anything. She's on there. yeah, it's it's out there. There's not many limits. I believe the other day she told Co Co Wetzel that he could what was it rocket launch rocket off in your launch asshole, my dry. asshole dry no lube. Bless. Yeah, yes. she's uh yeah, she <laughs> she's special. Um so Kate, with yes. the comment you made a while ago about the whatever it is, the BDSM, I don't know what all BDSM kink community, yes. Kink community. So right. tell everybody what that means and then I'll also want to know how you got into it. Okay, so um first of all, I'm sure a lot of y'all just got like fifty shades of gray like in your head. That's vanilla. Um, that, that is so vanilla. That it's not even remotely the same thing. What, 365 like, DNI is not the same thing. So first off, BDSM stands for um, bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadism. The, the S actually stands for three S's. Submission, sadism, and then the, um, the M is masochism. So that's what it stands for. Not a lot of people know what it stands for. Um, but I got into it in college. I was always kind of a freak. Like there were things that I was into that like I thought I was weird for being into. I was like, something's wrong with me. Like I should not be aroused by things that are that I'm seeing, but I am. Um, and so I started Googling things, you know, the interwebs. It's a great place. <laughs> um, and found FetLife. And FetLife is basically Facebook. For kinksters. What, what's the name the of that way. again? Yeah, spell it because now I'm interested. F E T L I F E, Fet Life. Think of it like fetish. Fetish life. Okay, I got it. Life. Um, and it's basically Facebook for kinksters. And you can find sex dungeons in your local area. You can find kink meetups in your local area. Um, you can just ask questions. There's tons of forums for like educational purposes. There are also obviously the creepy sides of it too. Like there are people that are not looking for, for your best interest on there. So you definitely got to be careful. You got to vet who you are that you're talking to. Um, but that's how I got kind of like connected with my local scene. And I didn't really get connected with my local scene until I was in college. I actually ended up going to college all of five minutes down the road from a local sex dungeon um which is now shut down but they've opened new ones other places besides the point i will not give said locations of said places because you know all the things but um yeah no it was a damn good time and basically for anyone that's curious about that stuff whether you're in a relationship and you just want to spice things up if you're single and you have these interests and you feel like something's wrong with you um i would definitely recommend starting there make an account do not use your real name that is the biggest motive advice i could possibly give you do not use your real name you don't have to even use your own picture. I know a lot of people that do to promote things like, for instance, like OnlyFans, things like that. They do use their actual stuff. But if you're just new and you're just kind of wanted to dabble, I always, I have a scene name. I don't go by my actual name in the scene. Um, what? Yeah, start there. Can you divulge <laughs> your scene name? Huh? Can you divulge your scene name? No. Fuck. No, I cannot. You can so tell me off air though, right? Are you, are you a dom it, yeah, or a sub? Off here. Are you a dom or a sub? So I was actually a switch for a long time. Um, and for those of you who don't know what a switch is, it's someone that can 
go from a dominant to a submissive pretty simultaneously. Um, I learned very quickly that is not my natural state of being. I am a submissive. I'm very headstrong and I take a lot of control in my daily life. So it's really therapeutic for me to be submissive sexually, that's how I um, which am. is the case for, yeah, that's, it's yeah. the case for a lot of people. People think like, oh, you're dominant in your day-to-day -day life. You obviously, no, that's not how that works. Um, that's also why I've seen your TikTok. Like I know your sass and I know your attitude. So like, she don't take no shit. Yeah. So that's, it also takes a very specific type of person to dominate someone like that. Like <laughs> we'll laugh at you if yeah. you don't really have what it takes. I just like to so. be submissive in the bedroom. I'm dominant everywhere else, but yes. I need a man to put me in my fucking place in the bedroom. And if you can't get the fuck out, out. exactly. <laughs> that's, that's I knew you it. two are going to be best friends and I already fucking hate this. I used one of your sounds <laughs> one time on TikTok, the one about um, the cooking and how we could poison you and how much, um, yeah, you how much it? arsenic to put in your yeah, coffee so you don't yeah, taste it. Yeah, yep, I used it like when I first started TikTok, it was one of my very first ones. Oh. I love it. Well, now that you two are done kissing each other's ass. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Not, I want to know, is there something? I'm sorry. I want to know if there's, like, is there just a hard no for you? Like, something? Or are you pretty open when it comes to that? And what is your favorite? Oh, thing? God. Do you like um, it when people spit in your mouth? Do you like for people to spit in your mouth? No. This, uh, that's, that's not this, a thing This nasty me. bitch that's does. Well, degradation is actually a pretty, like, it's a pretty common, a pretty common kink. Um, any bodily fluids that come with excrement is not for me. Scat's not for me. Uh, I'm not, no, not into water sports. That's not for me. Um, but my favorites are probably knife play, electric play. What? Um, <laughs> Don't don't um, just skip sensation play things like that. Breath play is one of my favorites, which a lot of people don't do that properly, so we, don't go killing people. We're gonna take all four of those and break them the fuck down. Yeah, let's go one at a time. Yeah. Circle back. Let's go back. So we're starting with knife play. Do you like to actually be cut, or do you just like you know hold it up to your throat? Do you like it can be both. Um, so there's a lot of different spectrums of that. You can so. To give you examples, um, I have seen people literally have images cut into their skin with scalpels and get off on it. Um, that is a type of knife play, but that's also the extreme type of knife play. Then there's the type of knife play, which is like what you mentioned, where someone holds it to your throat, which incorporates with fear play, where it's more of a mental game than it is a physical game. Um, knives can also be incorporated with sensation play. So where they trace it down your spine, they trace your inner thigh, things like that. That's but it's pretty the hot. fear of if I move, yeah, I can, I can with get the knife cut. down the spine and just like a little tickle on the thigh. All that kind of I stuff. Know, I and did. I like pain, but this I don't is, know if I. But I'm not. I'm not a knock it till you try it type of person, so I can't say that I would like it. You are gonna fucking get a butter knife short as hell later, <laughs> and just start scraping different parts of your body. Now, I can see just like fucking like you're spreading the butter on the fucking roll on that thing later. What the fuck? I mean, I do like pain. Cody did get some Texas Roadhouse butter and put it on my nips. Oh, I'd put fucking. I, well, I'll joke aside. I'll I'll probably I would put Texas Roadhouse butter on goddamn anything. It, it don't even matter. I, I don't eat butthole, but you put on your butthole, and I'd be like, you know what? Just Texas Roadhouse butter. Consider it. I fuck consider it. it. Fuck yeah. Uh, all right. So the next one you said, which is that one's just creepy. I did, Electric that, player kink no, shaming. I'm not kink shaming. I, I just don't get it. I've been stabbed before though. Like. I didn't get there, a hard, there's a I lot of a you have to realize it's context. It's all about context. Like all the things that I've seen, these are consent, consenting adults. I have seen a woman have 
a hundred tacks put in her chest and stepped on because she gets off on pain. So when you get to a certain point, think about it. Someone who's been in the scene for five to six years, okay, they've tested all different limits of pain. Eventually, you're going to have to up the ante for to get off on something new because otherwise it gets boring. So I've, I've seen some shit like and I, I always I recommend like if anyone's planning on going, first of all, here in Houston, Houston, Dallas and Austin are, the, are three of the biggest kink communities in the country. Um, well, and if anyone is ever trip. considering going to something like that, go your first of all, they're not going to let you just go to a party. You've got to go to a munch or a slosh, which is either a munch is like a restaurant meetup with fellow kingsters. A slosh is a meetup at a, at a bar with fellow kingsters where they vet you. You've got to go to two to three of those. And the whole group has to decide that you get an invite to be able to go to these things. So like, you don't just get to waltz up and be like, I, I, was, I was wondering down. about that <laughs> because there's no way I would handle it with maturity. There's maturity. I would definitely be the guy that was like in the corner, giggling, making inappropriate faces, like <laughs> just fucking laughing the whole time, and also scared for my life. Well, even I mean, you're very vanilla. I'm so not that va- lot. First you off, you are vanilla. No, I have done so many podcasts with you. And we, have, you straight out. we have talked about sex so many times. Like you're Understand. just like Under- on a I- level of one to ten. Ten being about the shit that she's talking about. Probably like a seven being the shit that I like. You're probably about a two. Uh, you can go fuck yourself. That is not the case. I just don't put mine out there. If I put mine out there, I literally, you think guys are thirsty? The women that like me, they're already fucking over the top as it is. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Like she, I I've mean, seen it. They're over the top with it. So if I'm like, hey, you know, I like face fucking or whatever, the first thing they're going to want to do is like, that's how they're going to introduce themselves to me. That, that's how they're going to be like, hey, by the way, whoa. Like, <laughs> like, they're not going to want to go on a date. They're not going to want to get to know each other. They're going to automatically want me to brutally assault their face. And that's, in a way, it's sexy, but in the same way, it's like, I want a, I want a girlfriend. I, you've I don't, got to be I able to do that it. stuff with your girlfriend. I want a boyfriend, too, but here's the thing. When you start dating a kinkster, like a genuine kinkster, you don't go vanilla again. So I have to be up front. Because yeah, if exactly. I'm not up front and I get feels for you, and then we get to the hanky panky, and you're not, you're not bring, I, you and, and that sounds go. shallow, but you oh, think about it. it. Date to waste time. Like there's an end goal to dating. Yeah. So if I'm gonna start something with you, I need to know that I can deal with your dick and your skills for the rest of my life. Otherwise, there's really no point in us. That's why you. Sex that's is why a very you test drive cars of, before you buy them. Of a relationship, sex is very important, and you have to be able to connect, like. Like, I'm not going to be with somebody who's vanilla because I don't get off on that. I don't like plain old sex. Like, I need someone who's going to spit in my mouth and pour hot wax on yeah, me. Yeah, like, that's I draw, what I need I draw the to line. be happy for the rest of my life. I could do the wax thing. The spitting in your mouth. I just can't I just can't get that one. I don't like spit on my body, but I like for him to be like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> yes, that. Okay, okay, next. Electro. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Okay, the next one you said was electrocution? Yeah, so electric play. So I have been cattle prodded. Um, mm-hmm. And it... <laughs> hold on, you've been what now? Hold on, Did hold on. you just say cattle prodded? cattle prodded? Yes, but you can set different limits on it. Like, I'm not... It's not the same necessarily a voltage of a straight-up steer or, or, or a cow or anything like that. Like, it's... You can set the limitations. I mean, it's like a dog collar. Like a shot collar. Mm-hmm, yeah, basically like, uh, um yeah. and people will use i've seen people just wear shot collars but yeah. they've done pet play um that is something that people do do you um, like pet play i had a friend of mine what do you like pet play no 
not from me. Oh, yeah. Not my thing. Not my thing. Um, but I did have a friend who was someone's pet, and her whole persona was like the whole kitten thing. And I'm, you see that a lot in like the anime scene too, like the whole like ears yeah. and all the things. Um, and that was something that would she would wear a shot collar, and they would go to sloshes. So like we'd meet up at bars with other kingsters, and he'd pass around the remote of the shot collar. So she would be like mid conversation, and then just start seizing. <laughs> Once again, but that was like I, that was how their dynamic was set up. I don't that like was that part though. of their contract. Like well, I feel like if I was to be the one wearing the shot collar, I would want my man or her or my woman or whoever to be the only one handling. Yeah, it depends on your dynamic. That's another big thing that people kind of overlook about that stuff is um, your contract. So when you, whether you're a dominant, submissive, whatever your dynamic be, master slave, blah blah, pet owner, whatever, um, there's always a contract. So your hard limits and your soft limits are listed. The rules in which you're dominant and you agree to are written out. And it can be changed at any point in time. Um, your safe words are listed. All of that stuff is written down and it is signed by both of you. Um, now, that can vary from person to person, but a healthy dynamic, you will have that in writing somewhere. A lot of people uh, get into an unhealthy dynamic, too. Like, they have, like, this idea of what dom and sub is in their mind, mm-hmm. and that's not, like... No, and that's why a lot I of people get into a lot of unhealthy so relationships like that. I don't yeah. feel like I am mature enough for any of this because probably. while somebody is Pro- getting yeah, turned not. on by getting their like their like getting shot, I'm sitting there thinking about I can't wait for this bitch to go take a shot, and then as soon as it's about to touch her lip, shock the fuck out of her when she spills all her, I'd be a child. There's... They laugh. I mean, they find humor in it too. It's not always a sexual thing. Oh, That's what a lot okay. of people forget is that the BDSM community, the actual lifestyle goes outside of the bedroom. It's a mental thing. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, you're thing. in I a, know. It's kind of like you're in a relationship with that person. And as some people are in a relationship with that person. So you, you do right. hum, humor with it too. Like it's not just yeah. all about sex. The relationship is not yeah. all about sex. There needs to yeah, be a man. website for that. The comedy side of kink. Oh, that, that would be great. That'd be fucking fun. I just, I just made a million dollars. Well, oh start God. it up. I'm about to, and I'm going to put a shot call on your ass. <laughs> the it, fuck you it, are. just follow your stupid ass <laughs> around. I'm going to bring a cattle prod next time we do this, and I'm going to pop the fuck out of you. you. And that's, I do not recommend people jumping into cattle prods. Start, start with something like a violet wand, which has different ends on it. Um, I've made the mistake of, <laughs> I was wearing fishnet tights the very first time I used a violet wand. And people think that having something in between it is going to prevent, like, make it less shocky. Well, every time it breaks from the skin, you get shocked. So every time it was going over something, like one of the rivets on my, my fishnets, I was getting shocked. So you'll actually get shocked more often trying to wear something in between your skin and violet wand versus just applying it directly to your skin. But that's a good place to start. Um, TENS kits is another one which is like more muscle electrocution, but you put them on like, for women at least, you put them on the very heightened part of your inner thighs. I've seen men put them on their ball sacks. I don't recommend oh. that. Um, you know, just, you just have fun with it. Just kinda... Yeah, that sounds fucking thrilling. <laughs> Nothing like shoving a stenching cord up your asshole and jerking off at the same time. I've seen, I've seen a woman fuck with one, but she was also a severe, severe, severe sadomasochist. So, like, sadomasochist and masochist, by the way, masochist is someone who receives pain, and sadomasochist is someone who receives, likes giving and receiving pain. Oh, yeah. I know. That's, that's I'm learning much. so many new things. I'm so <laughs> fucking scared for you right now, because you're not going to do any of this right. Well, who I, said I, I was even going to do anything? I'm like not that. saying you who are, but if you are, you're definitely going to get fucked up doing it. No, I'm in, I'm, 
I'm about to get on some Google. I'm about she, to get she on knows some Google. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Next time she comes in here, she's going to be completely fucking black and blue. Look like she just fell off a fucking generator. Oh, people get off on that. Cody That's can't wait thing. to hear so, this. For instance, me. Oh, yeah, I bet. Cody's going to want to hear all this. Um, Cody's going to want to do all this. Uh-uh. I'm a, so, for instance, like, when just because you brought up black and blue, um, that if you're a heavy impact bottom, which I am, impact play is things like paddles, floggers. Um, I wish I'd I have a whole closet. But anyway, all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> say a whole closet? Field trip. Let's go see her. I can't unplug my mic. Uh, see if it messes it up. We're migrating. Okay. Um, but impact play is something of that nature. So anything that makes contact with the skin in an abrasive manner, um, everyone bruises differently. Some people prefer the bruising because that's like if you're sitting down and you have bruising, it reminds you of said incident of how you got said bruising. So that appeals to some people. So like this is my whole kinkster closet. I got like a whole thing oh, on fuck here. Oh, those heels. That is not what I thought it was. What? No, no, there was like the way the heel was positioned. Like, uh, the- oh no, I, I just, all my corsets are in here. All these are in here. Um, is that a horse? Cup? I got, so these are for like rough body play. That was a vibrator. They're what brass is- knuckles. Why do you have, br- but they have like meat tenderizers on the back of them. So those are really good for rough body those play. Those are interesting. They leave really cool bruises. The markings, you got your. Your regular I know where that goes. Plugs. See, I'm not yeah. that play collars, play collars, and dominant collars are are two totally different things. I'll explain those in a minute. This is my favorite flogger that I own. This one also uh, a bunch of pieces, cuffs, props, all sorts of. Nonsense. It would take me forever to go through all this shit, but yeah, regardless, shit. yeah, that's my kingster closet. So, have you ever done anything that you got paid for? No. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not trying to call you like a prostitute or anything, but I just oh, know no, that no, some men, some, it's hard to find women who are all into that stuff. So some men will play oh, so, a pretty penny for that. Right. No. So um, I actually mentored when I was still in my switch phase, I mentored underneath a pro dame. She um, travels the country and does all sorts of like educational conventions there are conventions in on the lifestyle too there's huge ones in california um there's south uh, south which is southeast leather fest which is the leather community as a whole separate subsection of the king community but she travels and does like talks and classes and shit um and so i mentored underneath her she did get paid to do her pro dame work um she would make anywhere once she's been doing this now for 25 years and now she makes anywhere between three to 10,000 a session and her sessions range from an hour to three hours. Oh, I'm so the fuck I out mean, I'd pay for it. It's and, but okay. So here's the thing. A lot of people seem to think, and this, I mean, I get, I totally understand why a lot of people tend to associate, you know, BDSM with just sex and she doesn't sleep with her clients. Um, the reason why they're in, it's not just like me saying that to like save her reputation. That's not it. Um, undercover cops are very familiar with this type of work. And if she was to unknowingly have a client that came in and she was to do sexual activity with this client, then that's considered prostitution. She can be arrested. So that's a lot of people have that misconstrued view of pro dame work. So she literally gets paid three to 10 grand, if not more than that, depending on what she's being asked to do to not even have sex. Humiliate her clients. Yeah. Like she doesn't yeah, sleep with them. 
yeah, there's men out there that like that. Uh, they don't even oh, yeah. like they, they get off on that. Like, they don't even have to have physical contact. They get off on being dominated like that. I right. get and that's not even going all into the, time. the concept I'm of you're not paying ten thousand dollars to get fucking humiliated. You think about it though, if you've got a high priority client that's a judge, that's a doctor that needs that discretion, they'll pay for that discretion. Yeah. So ah, and a lot of people that are high up like that, like judges and stuff, they're usually the ones doing the humiliating. So they have a kink that they want to be the one that is humiliated. That's not even getting into the aspect of findoms, which are financial dominance that literally get paid to tell people how to spend their money. <gasps> yeah, see, I'm good with this one. Ooh. I've watched. <laughs> no, no, no. I've watched some shit on this one. I'm completely fine with it. How fucking there's people out there to get off on saying, uh, or the dom or whatever they would be, be like, hey, give me fucking $50,000 right now, you little bitch. And they're like, okay. And how the fuck I get into that one? Because I will talk shit all goddamn day if you give me $50,000. Now, granted, there are limits based on each client. Um, oh, yeah, and they, they do go into that. So, like, you can't just be like, give me a hundred grand. Um, but they live very minimalistically. Um, there's actually a very big percentage of the submissive side of that community that are usually married men. Um, and it's it, mentally from what I have learned from my mentor comes from the concept that they're really tired of their wives going and spending money without talking to them. So they decide to go to a different female, but they are consenting to her telling them what to do. So they feel like they're regaining control that they've lost in their marriages, if that makes sense. Um, and it's like a psychological therapeutic thing for them. It makes no sense. It's a really hard field to get it into. It makes no sense to um, me. Hmm? It makes absolutely no sense to me. Of all the kink, <laughs> of all the kink shaming, and I don't kink shame, everybody takes their own. But if I'm going to shame one, it's going to be that one. If you don't know what to do with your money... Fucking hit me up, guy. We can invest. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll, have a conversation. Yeah, fuck yeah. Don't just don't just do it like that's weird. Yeah, well, it works for some people, but right. yeah, no, I, I personally have never made money from it. Um, I actually have been thinking about starting educational classes, but from my experience, my first experiences in the scene, I would be really pissed if someone tried to charge me for the safety precautions that I needed to know. So, you know, I've thought about that. I probably will not go that route. Um, but there are tons of ways, not even just the sexual side. There's Girl, vendors. You could do that on OnlyFans. Like you could do just your classes on OnlyFans. You don't ha OnlyFans is for literally everything. Like I, this is true. You would do good. And look, you don't even have to post anything naked. You just put on your corsets and your outfits and hold your floggers and shit. These people are paying for that. This girl has a gold mine that she's sitting on, and she's not doing anything with it. Uh, it's called morals. I got morals. <laughs> I got morals. You I made a TikTok yesterday that was like, You have chose money over morals, Girls madam. will be like, I'll never have OnlyFans. Oh, but you're sending news to men for free? And you don't think they're showing their homeboys? You have OnlyFans. Most of you us don't show our homies. It. I don't share. If somebody sends me nudes, I don't share my buddies. Oh, that's... Mm. Every I feel like if they send them to Josh, though, I feel like at that point, like you should already you're assume. Asking, no, I, but I don't show anything that people don't. No, ask and me I get show, that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if depending on how you know him, like you know he's kind of a wild dude. So I don't really. I'm not saying that you should just. No woman should ever just assume that her nudes are going to be shared. But it's kind of like you got to have common knowledge of where yeah. things are going. You know, yeah. that's but, just. That's like I don't even. When me and you started hanging out, you showed me some stuff that was on your OnlyFans. 
I've never sent it to any of my friends. Oh. See, I'm a nice guy. I don't. He's share. a good guy. I don't share. I mean, tell them that you gotta they tell them they gotta subscribe. Bitch, for that's that. what I, I do. Make the money. That's what I do. She's like, be my marketing tool. When I first started OnlyFans, I only posted lingerie pictures, and even then, I was making ten grand a month. But just you, in lingerie pictures. But you had eight hundred thousand people on TikTok. Not everybody. Yeah, says that's what I try 000. to tell people. Like, you're not yeah, going you, to have. It's not fast money. Yeah, no. you have to have a platform. And, I mean, it's fast money for me because I didn't make OnlyFans until I had like 800000 And people mm -hmm. were asking me every day, do you have OnlyFans? Do you have OnlyFans? And I'm like, nope, I'll never get one. Well. Do you take your own pictures? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would recommend something to you. This is totally sidetracked from that. Just a quick little tidbit. Um, look up TFP modeling pages in your area, which are time for print. Um, that's how I get all of my high quality content for my social media pages. It's basically professional photographers that well, are wanting about, to expand their portfolios. I was thinking about getting some professional pictures mm -hmm. made. And you can charge a lot more because it's high quality. Yeah. I, I'm one of my best friends, Ryan. He does OnlyFans content for, and for them, like a lot of them are really professional. You got to be careful with some of the creeps, but a lot of them are like, I'm here to do business. I'm, they're not going to be hitting on you or nothing. And he does it for a ton of different ladies and lingerie shoots and boudoir shoots and all that kind of stuff. So this is why I couldn't be a photographer. Out. I'll get a whole videographer. And somebody do can video me. Fuck it. I know you don't care. I don't give a fuck. I, I know. Trust me. There's yeah. little clips on there. There is a, like a five second clip of me getting fucked from behind on there. And people paid me thousands hundreds and then thousands of dollars for the rest of the clip and it's just like a minute clip I hate you don't even see you. my face you I just see the back of me and i don't have an ass so it's not like you it was don't. jiggling really you don't i don't know what they but paid these people for. pay somebody paid eighteen hundred dollars for underwear and i don't even wear underwear so i just wore them guys for a day and then sent them on their way once again i'm i think that like i'm i don't think i'm wild but i don't think i'm vanilla but I don't understand some of the things, like the you're cinnamon. You're you're like a cinnamon spice. Just a little that, spice. That, that's also just how I little, like my women. Just a sprinkle. <laughs> cinnamon. Uh, but no, what was the what was the next the next one you mentioned after? Um, sensation play. I mentioned a few. Sensation play is honestly like okay, Josh. I think you probably enjoy something like sensation oh, I'm, play. I'm, I'm is, here for it. Let's do it. Which is basically just utilizing your senses. Okay, so if you're blindfolded, if someone's running their fingernails down their black, down your back, um, smell, taste, anything that's using your physical senses is considered sensation play. Um, Sploshing tends to like fall into this category. Hold on, for what does that people. mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what sploshing what is. So sploshing is basically there are women on the interwebs and in person that get paid hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars to basically sexually interact with food. So like, let's say you got a birthday cake and a girl sits on a birthday cake naked. Like there are people paying hundreds of dollars to see women do that. Why haven't you done this? I have done that. I've had people ask me to play with food. Mm -hmm. oh, That's considered splashing. I feel like that could be your whole and page. I did it. I did it. Yeah. I ain't ashamed. Can I give you a cake? A cake shawl. A cake shawl. It's like a facial with cake. As long as it's white <laughs> and it looks like cum, they might like it. Oh God. Oh, right, we'll get cookies. Yeah. Some icing. We'll do cookies and cream. Oh. Or cookie dough. That's cookie dough is probably too thick. That's too thick. Okay. Anyway, anyway, so it's people. You gotta be careful with that though, because sugar I... in the machine does not mix. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not putting anything 
that's a yeast infection. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing that. Uh, I can't do anything like up my vagina that is like a Inserted. liquid form or like any kind. Of, like I'll put something. That's solid why, I like, up when there. all these couples be out here using whipped cream, and then like a week later she's pissed off. That's why you don't uh, want to put that anywhere near your vaginal region. Mm -mm. Oh God, this is it's too sticky anyway. Whipped cream's too sticky. The, I don't like the mess. The senses thing. I could probably get into the senses thing. Yeah, sensation is really common for people to start. Um, wax play ties into that too, which hey. when I say this, do not go to the store and buy a candle. Like that will burn your skin. It's not smart. <laughs> there are specific types of waxes um, and sex candles that burn at certain heat points and you can kind of decide where you want to be at with your partner. The ones that I have, you like put on a stove, you put it a, a pot of water, boil the water, it melts the wax. That's how you're supposed to go about it. Um, but it's a lot of fun, actually. You can get different colors. You can kind of have a blast with it. Um, wax play is definitely something that I recommend to couples that are kind of wanting to, or anybody that kind of just wants to dabble outside the norm. It can be a lot of fun. I have, I have, don't I have a very yeah, embarrassing like story now. For you? Yeah, yeah, I have a very embarrassing story now because you just you just made something make sense. Okay. So you did it one time. I did it one time. Ah! And this girl was all she wasn't really into it, but she was like, "Hey, I want to try some new things. My friend really likes this." So it was like her friend liked wax play. She thought it was hot, so then she wanted to try it. Uh, she brought her Yankee candles to the house. No, honey. And, and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I remember, I was like, oh, this smells good. This is a good idea. Things going hot and heavy. And then she dumped it on my thigh, and I tried to be tough about it. Oh, on yours? Yeah, like she. she See, I've never do, like, no, done it on she, someone no, else. That's she, like third degree she dumped burns. it. Yeah, 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 it, it I, I still have a mark. Yeah. But then it was like she did that, and then I tried to be tough because she was hot as fuck. And I was like, I really want to get it in. You should have done it back to her. I, I did. Okay. But she wasn't as tough as me. <laughs> I bet. So, like, I'm sitting there, and I got my fucking legs, like, bubbling up. It hurts real bad. And then oh I'm, like, I, I'm, like, behind her. And uh, she's, Please like, do she's, your like, research she's, first, like, guys. She's, like, putting it on my listening. back. And I just, like, yes. fucking dumped it. Like, oh my god! You're not supposed to dump it. You're supposed I, to like slowly and sensually. It was a drizzle. chocolate. I treated like mild sauce from Taco Bell. Like, I just, oh my god! I, I just fucking dumped that shit. Oh. Like I thought we. I thought bless was, both of y'all's hearts. Yeah, yeah, but I finished. So that's all that matters I mean, in the story. Uh, oh like, we God. both we both hurt and didn't speak to each other again. But I, I yeah, I don't. I wouldn't talk to you either. Yeah, <laughs> well, we, <laughs> I wouldn't talk well, to much for my lawyer. We couldn't look each other in the face anymore because we both realized how stupid we were. Yeah, no, y'all got to do your research. That's what a lot of people do, like with the choking thing too, which is actually pretty basic. If oh, you crush certain parts of someone's windpipe, they will die. So I always recommend blood choking, which is right up by, like right where your, your jawline is. Are. Yeah. You're going to squeeze right there. And what that's going to do is it sounds a lot. It is a lot. So be mindful when you're doing it. It basically slows the blood circulation to your brain and it gives you like a happy high, like you're going to pass out, let go before they pass out. And that rush back to their brain is like the most orgasmic feeling ever. It's balls, but try to stay away from the windpipe. <laughs> but a lot of men will just like shove their hand on there. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Eh, like, yeah. That oh. one, that one, Sides I know of the how throat, to do. baby. Sides of the throat. That one, I know I how to up. do. I was, I, I was, I had to look that one up because I'm very strong, like strong, like bull. And, uh, this girl that I dated who was a stripper, uh, she was a, not, what do you call it? What's the person at the front door? 
At a escort? No, she wasn't an escort. That was, uh, hostess. A hostess? Hostess. She was the hostess. And she uh, she had some issues. Like, you could tell, like, she just had some What issues. you mean, some issues? Like, she was just always weird, but she was extremely attractive. And she, like, wanted... <laughs> that seems to be your type. Oh, I love toxic oh, women. I love extremely... Literally. Just weird. Toxic with a capital T, I baby. fucking love it. <laughs> I told somebody, who was on the podcast with, oh, Gabrielle Stone. By the way, YouTube got to look up Gabrielle Stone. I was just on her show. That's the podcast, girl. Yeah, right? that, well, she's got a best-selling book, too. It's called Eat, Pray, Fuck My Life. Uh, it's, she's a best-selling <laughs> author, and I just did her show this week. Um, but anyway, I was telling her, like, this yesterday. Uh, fuck, I just lost train of thought because I was talking about her. Um fuck i don't remember oh until you fuck a toxic girl you haven't had good sex agreed and, and like i was telling her it's like people knock me for wanting to go after these women that it's are these fucked daddy up. issues baby i love the ones with daddy issues though until you I had mean, some pushy that pussy that was emotionally left behind it like but you don't like to be called daddy i tell i don't like to be called daddy all the, the time world. Well, like it's different, though, because you have a little girl. Yeah. So I that like sir. It registers I, I, I like I like sir or poppy. Poppy's fucking where it's at. Uh-uh. Oh, no, no, no. But it's weird. Oh, when, poppy. No, I can't. Like, no, no, no. That you, sounds like a, I think you, like an old Mexican no, man yeah. just like you sitting cannot, in the corner. You cannot be white and say it. It's usually the girls that have like some kind of accent or they're not completely Caucasian. Like when not they, completely Caucasian. Yeah, when, when they do it, he when, talk about you, girl. He talk about you. I know. I, Kate knows. Kate knows. I'd probably let her fucking prod me with a cattle prod. Like I, I'm fucking, careful. I will. I'm fucking down for this over here. I just I obviously know now that we're better off as friends. Because I, <laughs> I would literally I, want to see all of it. I'm just gonna be one of those people in the side with like a little masquerade mask on, just laid back, I'm just chilling. But, That's a thing. No, those are things that happen every year. The whole time, her talking shit about me. I know. Like, really? You fucking I would want shit? her to be the dog. But that's, okay. I, also I would just want wanna... her to degrade the fuck out of you. I'd be at it. My <laughs> dick would not get excited. The first time she's like, oh, look at that cute little pecker. Oh, what you gonna do with that, baby boy? I'd you don't like, talk to like it's a puppy. Well, it's not like that. You just talk about how small it is and how underwhelming yeah, it is. And how nothing, oh, they're nothing into that turns me on fans, more than you telling me how small my dick yeah, is. Yeah, my OnlyFans, people will, they want dick rates. So, and like one guy even sent me a picture of his dick and he wanted a video of me taking my toy and comparing it and talking about how small his fucking dick was and how I would never fuck Man. his dick and I only want my toy and like yeah they're, they're, they love and it. this does not just go for like men FYI like for those of y'all thinking like this is a two-way street for oh, different absolutely. genders and to anyone that also has maybe a partner that you know, they're wanting to try these things and maybe it's not your thing. Like, don't be intimidated by it. Like, I know it's a lot, like everything that I've said, I'm telling you the extremes of the scene right now. Like, you, have you all seen the um, the people that do the suspension hooks from their skin? Oh, God yes. damn, yes. Uh, yeah, so like that's, those are the extremes. So I like mean, there I is a happy pain. middle ground to this stuff and don't be, if someone says I'm kinky, first of all, being kinky and being a kinkster are two different things, um, but in all reality, if someone says that they're into this kind of stuff, talk to them about it. Don't be intimidated by it. If it's not for you, that's cool. And if you want to figure out how much 
of a kinky person you are, you actually can physically take a test um, at bdsmtest.org. <laughs> take the long version. I need to take take the long version. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, BDSM.net, guys. BDSM.net or org? No, BDSMtest.org. Okay, hold on. We're going to take a test. <laughs> take the long version do me and it will give you the percentages like if you're primal prey if you're ddlg if you're a voyeur um all that kind of stuff okay so tell us a bad story like tell oh, us God. something okay so i'll tell you my very first time ever at a sex dungeon okay. um i've got a, i've got a ton of these actually it Explain about a sex so don't be first. me hold on it makes you pinky promise it, it, it does i promise, I'm, pinky not promise I'm not a robot <laughs> it does Tell us about it's a sex great. dungeon, what exactly that is, what happens there. Tell us stuff like that. So a sex dungeon, first of all, they will not look like sex dungeons out the gate. Um, the sex dungeon that was right down the road for me actually doubled as a incense and gemstone hippie Crystal type store. store. The back of the store was the sex dungeon. They have to do this for legal purposes. Um, it's not something. So you're, you're not just going to walk in and be like, I found one. Like, that's not how that's about to go. Um, how long is so I was actually invited taste? by a friend of mine, a friend of mine who is no longer a friend of mine. Hold on for you tell um, a story. How long is the long test? It's pretty long. long. Okay, we're just gonna like, do the short one. That's fine. Yeah, you can do the short one for now, but you'll get the gist of it. But if for anyone wanting to know super accurate results, take the long version. Um, and make sure that you answer questions for both dominant and submissive. I'm not submissive. Just do it. I'm not you will be shocked. I'm telling you, just do it. I can't know. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm, I need to be the one taking this test. I was gonna read the questions, but let's let her let's let her tell <laughs> okay, her story. Well, let's first. let her tell a story, and then we'll do That's it. That's what we're doing. Dude. Um, so right. anyway, I was invited by a friend of this to this place, and um, he vetted me. So usually, if you're being brought by referral. Depending on the person that's referring you, they may let you slide and get in, but usually, <laughs> see what I did there. But either way, <laughs> usually you got to go to two or three different munches or sloshes before you can actually be allowed entry. Um, but they let me in. He was he was well known and whatever. At the time, I did not know how well versed he was in the scene. This is before I. This is my first encounter in like with someone else in terms of and how old were you? I was 19 at this point. Okay. So up to now, I had just done research. I'd been on FET, but I'd never really done anything specifically in the scene. Um, I proceeded to bend over a spanking bench and he whipped me with a dragon's tail. If y'all if y'all know what a bull whip looks like, imagine a very skinny, small version of that with three of the bull whip endings going off the end of it. Okay, so that same cracking sound, you hear that same thing, but there's three of them instead of one little flaily tail thing <laughs> at the end. Um, if you don't know your limits, this is not something to start with. I highly recommend do not start with the dragon's tail. Um, he cut me open in three slashes of that. Oh my God. Baby. I was terrified. I cried in the corner. It was awful. Now, luckily, I was at a great dungeon. Um, the manager that was on site that night, she came over, made sure I was okay, gave me blankets. They got me all bandaged up. Like, I was fine. She was like, I'm so sorry. This was your first experience. Like, that is not how that's supposed to go. We Did just assumed you knew each other, so it was good. Huh? Did you say manager? Yeah. Well, hold up. So, there is a set staff that works at these things. There's someone that heads the floor that night. 
And then they have employees and they go around and basically make sure that people are safe and they're not getting raped. I mean, like that's their job. Their job is to go around and make sure everything's clean, make sure that no one's having a mental breakdown, making sure that no one, everything is being done consensually, that safe words are being honored. Like they're, it, it's, if y'all have not watched the show Bonding on Netflix, you need to go watch it. That will pretty much break down what you need to know. Now I just have in my head though, like there's this waitress is walking around like, hey, excuse me, sir. Have you tried the strawberry lube yet? <laughs> Can I assist no, you? No, but they will ask you sometime if you want a warm towel. If you want a warm towel? Yeah, like, do you want a warm towel? Do you need anything? Do you need a blanket? Do you need water to stay hydrated? Like, they do. They, they But they won't okay. interrupt a scene. Like they won't, Unless they see that something bad is happening, they won't interrupt a scene because of things like subspace and it can really fuck with people's mental state during a scene. And then Karen, the manager, has to come over there and get on to you. Yeah. She'll, she'll cater to you and make sure that you're okay. And it, it honestly though, like if she hadn't, I probably would have never gone back to a sex dungeon. Like it was a traumatizing experience for me. Um, but keep in mind, like I said, I walked into this building. We did not have any type of um, pickup play is something that you do with, like if you see someone that you're attracted to at a sex dungeon, you see that they're good at something, you can go up to them and ask them, hey, I see that you have great technique with that. Is that something that you'd wanna do with me that's considered pickup play? Anytime you do pick a play with someone, they need to literally go through, okay, what are your hard limits? What are your soft limits? These are the toys that I have. What are toys that you do not want me to use on you? What are your safe words? Like all of that has to be discussed. None of that was discussed before this team. I literally just bent over and he went to town and it was terrible and I was not okay. Um, and that same night is when I met my mentors, which I didn't know who they were going to be my mentors, which was a poly couple. If you don't know what polyamory is, I have not um, it's a couple that has others involved. Swingers. So, huh? Swingers. No, no, they're very different things. They're like swingers, swingers. Are, are in a relationship, but they fuck other people. But polyamorous is there. It's like, let's just, for dating. example, one guy who's dating two, three, four women at one time. I thought, yeah. I usually and it can get be vice versa. Yeah. It, it can be vice versa. So like, for instance, this particular couple, um, they had a third, um, we'll call her sprinkles. She was amazing. And I loved her. They all lived together. And then he had a manic season during, uh, summertime, which is basically, they would just have four to five women that would just come in and have sex with all three of them. So how once. do I become polyamorous or whatever the fuck it's called? Polyamorous. polyamorous. It's a lot. First of all, I want to disclose. It sounds great. Imagine dating a woman, right? Imagine how stressful that is. Yeah, now imagine remember. dating three of those, being considerate of their feelings, making sure you they're gonna keep all it, of it's, them happy. It's a task. You just yeah. you just fucked the whole dream up. Yeah, yep. soon, I know. As and as that you, as soon as you put it into that context, where I had to make four women happy at one time emotionally, yeah, physically, I would just exhaust myself doing it. I was about to <laughs> but, say, I don't know if you can keep up. No, but mentally, fuck that. I'm not. I didn't realize yeah. you had to emotionally make them happy. It, and that's what a lot of people don't know about it is they think, oh, you just, you're afraid of commitment. No, you're literally committing to three to four different people at the same no, time. No, no, no. It, it's that. No, a huge task. No, no, no. Um, but they lived together. They had been poly when I met them for about 10 years. Um, and it was a dominant submissive. He was dominant. And sh and the his primary, which is what I say primary, the guy and a girl bitch. date. Bottom primary bitch. couple. Yeah. Everyone else after that is a secondary, so on and so forth. Um, most of the time, though, they're all kind of viewed as equals, but in terms of hierarchy, I guess, of who says what goes. Um, and it, it can shift depending on the dynamics, too. Not all dynamics are like that. Uh, but yeah, so they had been together for about 10 years. I lived with that couple for about two years. I did not partake in their little situation, but I did live with them for about two years. My first actual 
he was not a real dominant. He was, he was, I like to call him a, a salt dominant, like sugar daddy, but he's not real. He's a, <laughs> he's a salt daddy. He was a salt dominant. Okay. That he did not know the fuck he was talking about. He was very much closet gay and was trying to suppress that part of his life. So he just wanted to act like a dominant, but he was not um, at all. So when I, when I say that, I'm saying, if not to say that men cannot enjoy anal play, do what you got to do. Honestly, it increases your orgasm. So I don't judge you. A lot more men are into it than you think. Um, but if I am fisting you every other day and then you want to turn around and tell me that you're going to dominate me and that you tell me what's what, probably not going to be a thing. Probably not. Just saying. So there's uh, spectrums uh, to it. <laughs> I, I didn't, oh, God damn. Just the fist and just face is it, like how do I? No, it's this? just how it's just how like nonchalant you was like. If I'm fisting you every other day, you can't dominate me. It's not taboo. You have to think about this in this sense, okay? Oh, sticking your whole arm up somebody's asshole isn't taboo. When you've seen someone's asshole fucked with a baseball bat, yeah, like out in the open in front of thirty other people, me doing that privately at my house is not taboo anymore. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is when you get into the lifestyle and you start going to sex dungeons and you do this stuff, it's like another Tuesday. Like things that are like, people are like, oh my gosh, I'm just like, yeah. I like, I've been beat with a stop sign. That That's crazy to some people, but I'm sitting here like, oh, that's Wednesday. Like, <laughs> it's cool, it's whatever. It, but it depends on your exposure to this kind of stuff. Eventually there's things that just don't bother you. I've seen a guy have his ball stepped on with a stiletto heel and ask for more. Like it's... It's all about experience. That's all, you know. Kate, I will always treasure our <laughs> friendship, and I love you dearly, and think you are beautiful. But now I know <laughs> I'm putting myself in the friend zone here. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, you scare me. And most people are, and that's why a lot of kinksters are actually kind of afraid to talk about it with people because it comes off super intimidating. But what they also have to understand is. Me seeing these things does not mean that I'm into those things. Those are two very different things. So me being exposed to that kind of stuff, yeah. But I have a very set list of things that I am particularly into and I don't judge other people for their other stuff. But I, no, I'm probably not gonna let someone, you know. Okay, I have seen someone have their vagina sutured together. That's not something that sutured? I'm gonna do. Oh, yes. hell no. Like surgically sewn up and left like that for about a week. And what, then the stitches cut later. Was there a I crack would never in do it? that. That is a hard limit for me. Was there a crack in it? No. You didn't get that. They're trying to fix it because it was broken. No, the lips. It was in the lips pe- sewn up. That's, I know, dumbass. That's, the lips. <laughs> it clearly went over. It was funny to me. I'll get fucked if y'all laughed or not. It was broke. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So, what about have you been in any serious relationships? Or no, no, no. Have you tried to be in a serious relationship with someone that is not in the kinkster community, and you told them about the things that you're into, and then they were like, totally like, no, this is not yes. for me. Okay. Yes. Um. It wasn't so much that they judged me they were extremely intimidated. It, it completely, the confidence for him and that relationship just died. Um, and it wasn't because of the fact that he didn't care about me or anything of that nature. It's just when you know that someone has seen stuff like that and has tried these types of things and he knew that he wouldn't be able to do those types of things, 
he felt as if I was now the sexually superior in that relationship. And that hurt his ego astronomically. Um, And I get that. Like everyone wants to be able to feel like they're the superstar for their partner sexually, you know, like that's a totally normal feeling to have. Um, But I I always recommend, like I said before, if you are someone that wants to dabble in this with your partner, be open-minded. You might try something that you never thought that you would like and end up really enjoying it. And you don't have to go to the extremes of it either. Um, You can find a happy middle ground for both of you that I've seen people do it. I've seen it work for people. Um, I also know, well, there are, you don't find this in the South very often because most men from the South are very territorial and that's why we love them. And, you know, they're strong I own what I own, all the, sh- I get it, you know, whatever. They're very respectful of their women, but they don't like to share. Um, but there are dynamics of men who understand they aren't they aren't going to be able to provide that for their woman and will allow them to have said play partner. And that's all that they are. It's a sexual interaction. Also known, I kind of consider that to also be an open relationship. And that goes both ways. I've seen that with women as well, who, you know, they c- do not feel comfortable dominating their man because they feel like it ruins that, image for them of them being a manly man so they allow them to go off and have an hour or two a week with their yeah, i'm not shared i'm not shared yeah i could not and that's the thing i, 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 I totally get that i'm the same way um a lot of it can that's what I'm saying. like people don't understand the psychological damage this stuff can do if you don't go about it the right way it's not something that's shared enough and that's why i think 50 shades of gray and 365 dni got so much backlash is because bottom line was 365 dni hot movie yes but she got kidnapped like well, that, that bottom so line she got realistic what movie was yes that? It, it, that's straight so up sexified syndrome yeah. that's all that was and the whole 50 shades of gray okay not all dominants are going to be millionaires that can do all the things and that force you to sign a con like no that's not how that goes down at all they really glorified Um, it with him having so much money and being so attractive and they really glorified yeah i agree i wasn't a fan i mean i'm a fan like i enjoyed the movies i enjoyed the books but it was just unrealistic that movie yes and that's what a lot of people his name is leroy and lives in alabama it's what that movie is completely different if his fucking name is Leroy, Leroy and he lives, lives in Alabama. Alabama. And exactly. he lives in a trailer. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Mean, like, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel that. So that's kind of what my issue was with it. They didn't really. And that if <laughs> there was a whole study done about Adam and Eve sales after that movie came out and they skyrocketed oh, right after that did. movie came out. But there was also a spike in um uh, police reports uh-huh. because people were dying of, of asphyxiation. They were like hanging their like putting belts around each other's <laughs> necks and all that kind of shit, not knowing what the fuck to do. And people got hurt. So it's it's definitely something you got to be careful with. And there are people that will also pray if you're new. It's not wrong to broadcast that you're new. Just know that you've now put a target on your back for someone who's masking themselves as a dom who's an abuser. And they will, signs of that will be like, I'm your dominant. I know more than you do about what's best for you. You don't need a safe word. People forget that submissives in dynamics have more power than the dominant in that in that situation. Yeah, agreed. If I say no, it's done, period. Yeah. There's no if fans are buts about it. We have a lot more control than most dominants in that situation. We're just willingly giving you our, our will. And a true dominant will be like, okay, you said no, that's it. Whereas yeah. a, a toxic dominant will say, nope, I know what I'm talking yep. about. I know We're going to do this. You can say what you want to about my sex game, but at least you're not going to fucking die from it. This is true. You're not going to die. Valid statement. You okay, might end up sticky, on. but you're not going to die. One more question before we start this quiz. 
I want to know if your family knows about, like, I don't know what your family dynamic is with your parents or anything, but I'm interested to know what your family thinks about it, if they know about it, and what all do they, like, do they know the extent of it? So my brother is fully aware. He's all about it. He's like, yes, sis, do all the things. He's oh, a how old is he? Gay. Oh, he is okay. 28. He's flamboyantly gay drag queen. He's all about all the things. He's like, yes, honey, do your do. Your do. Um, my dad knew. Uh, my dad passed, but my, my dad knew. And uh, he his, he was smart about it. He was just like, just don't get yourself hurt. Like, that's not, that's all I ask. Just don't get yourself hurt. My mom found out because I was wearing a sundress and I forgot that I had bruises on the lower half of like my upper thigh, like where that crease is. And it had spread and I didn't realize how much it had spread. And one of my teachers, and I didn't register it. Like I said, this is like the downside of it not being taboo to me. Cause like, I didn't register it as something was actually wrong, but she comes up to me and she's like, Hey, like, are you, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like totally good. She emailed my mom and was like, Hey, so I saw that she had really significant bruises on her. She played it off like she was okay, but I'm really concerned about her. I don't know if she's dating anybody here, but like, I feel like you need to know. This is when I was in college. My laptop's about to die. I got to plug this in really fast. Um, but basically my mom calls me freaking out being like, are you getting beat? Like, do I need to come down there? What's going on? And like, I had to basically explain this to her because I guess my teacher when I was leaving had taken a picture of me when I was walking out the door so she could physically see the bruise this wasn't like I could play it off like I don't know what she's talking it's like she could see it so I basically had to explain to her what I was into and now my mom is very much don't ask don't tell she's like I don't want to know I don't care I just you are my baby and I don't want to know about it yeah. so okay. y'all talk to me yeah, you, you plug that in we're gonna do the quiz and then we're gonna call this one uh it for today and do it with you again so let, let's start off here. You, you, you want to see yours score at the yeah, end of it or mine? To, go back to the men. To, to change it to a, to a female. Okay, hold on. Let's see what yours is. If it's not long, we'll do mine too. Uh, hold on, we got the It froze up. Why the fuck did it freeze up? There you go. I have Pinky Promise. Uh, hold on just a second because Kylie's going to end up being the score. Uh, gender bitch. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a listener for that, so I'll put female. Uh, how old are you? Alma did that. Did that one? Are you strictly heterosexual? Strictly dickly? Uh, yeah. You got lesbian tendencies? I mean, I could be a pillow princess, but I just don't know uh, if I, I can eat any I pussy. I love lesbians. I love them. That's the best part. Yes, it is. Uh, short, simple. Yes. All right, so here, I'm going to ask the questions, you answer them. Okay. Yeah, you answer them too, Kate. Let, let's, just, let's just see how different you two are. But now we're going to get her score. I like to be dominated, especially in the bedroom. Red, uh, absolutely disagree. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Okay. Absolutely agree. Both like to be dominant. I like receiving pain during sex, BDSM, and seeking the results of it. Uh, I've seen the results of it. Bruises, marks, makeup, running by tears uh, afterwards. Do me like the next to biggest one. Okay, next to last. Let me tell you. When a girl's giving you head and she's got the tears. Well, that's what I like. I like to get sloppy top. Makeup smear. Holy shit, sloppy top. Um, uh, I prefer making the sexual decisions for my partner as this gives me more control. Degre disagree. Absolutely disagree. Okay, no. Yeah. Okay. I concur. Take uh, it for you, though, because I want to see what your results are. I'm going to. I'm going to do one, too. Uh, I like forcing my partner into submissive much more than submitting uh, spontaneously. No. No. Okay. Negative. Uh, I would like to have sex with multiple people at the same time. Negative. 
<laughs> That's why I like Kate. <laughs> Me and Kate's going to find some pillow princesses together. And then we're going to beat the shit out of my cattle prods. Uh, oh my I, I enjoy it when people watch me being naked or having sex. Put yes. me on like the third right there. Never you, done it before. You have but I've, fans. I've never done it before, though, but I would like it. That's different, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's I, different. I, I only, someone watch you on a screen and someone being was, right there in the room I, jacking yeah, off in the corner. When what I go was your live answer, on Kate? there, like, that's, that's yeah. hot oh, to yeah. me. Okay. I don't like. Think of it like public sex. Like I do like public sex. I don't like making sexual decisions. I prefer my partner to make them for me. Absolutely agree. Okay. <laughs> Next. Okay. Oh, shit. There's a lot of these. I am willing to try anything once, even if I don't think I will like it. Yes. Yeah, put me on there. Okay. Physically uh, restraining my partner during sex uh, with clothes, uh, ropes, chains, etc. is arousing. No, I don't like to do that to other people. All right, so you don't like to do it? Um, yeah, okay. disagree. Disagree. Kate, I'm telling you, I'm going to let Kate beat the fuck out of me. Uh, I like <laughs> to be totally helpless with my, uh, totally helpless at yep, my partner's agree. disposal. Okay. Uh, I have, <laughs> I keep seeing Kate out corner of my eyes fucking me up. Uh, I have a thing for large age differences in sexual encounters. Disagree. Disagree. Uh, I like playing or acting like a pet or animal. Disagree. Not uh, my thing. Being treated. She's on it. She's like, yes, no, uh, yes. Well, she's no. already answered. I'm just reading them. Being treated with little to no respect during uh, sex arouses me. Absolutely agree. There is no reason why sex would have to happen in private places, isolation from the outside world. Why it should happen. Should There's no reason why sex agree. would have to happen. At yeah, agree. Meaning, yeah, it doesn't have to happen just in the bedroom. Yeah. Okay. I find the romantic aspect in relationships much more important than the sexual or kinky aspects. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like in the middle. She's like emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really love being in love, but God, I like dick. That's I like it. it's in the middle for me. Okay. Uh, I would Balance. like to serve in formal settings uh, with explicit slave training, uh, prescribed uh, physical positions, and rituals. So think about that in the sense that just so you understand what that means, someone decides what you wear. If they decide when you eat, they like you. You're basically a servant to them. For you uh, you'll in, the hate it. in the middle. In the middle. Yeah, right. Uh, assuming I was single, I would like to join an existing couple or poly, whatever relationship for sexual Disagree. or emotional. Okay. Being physically restrained during sex is arousing. Absolutely. You nasty bitches. Uh, I enjoy feeling like a prey hunted by a predator. Yeah, middle. Yes. I'm going to tell y'all a story about that. I, ain't gonna lie, that one, uh, I would like to be I'm the gonna predator. I'm going to tell y'all a story about that uh, one. Oh, damn, that's the first time I've ever said I'd like to be the predator. Uh, I don't have any... I don't have any sort of physical fetish uh, or standing for... Okay. Um, being part of a group of slaves that serves one master sounds like uh, it'd be a really... That's a harem. That's a disagree. Okay. Once again, you still want to be in charge. Uh, yes. I would like to be completely tied up during sex. Agree. I, I know you would. Uh, I enjoy being kept a as a disagree. pet in cages, eating out of bowls, being petted. I'm going to say no for you. That's a disagree. A big yeah. one. <laughs> Here, read some of them. I love seeing the fear in my partner's eyes when they know I'm going to inflict pain on them. No, I don't know. Okay. I'm the submissive. 
I like to be sexually degraded and humiliated by my partner sometimes. Yeah, kind of. But, like, that one. This one. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy playing a different age uh, than when I am tech. Then I take the No. That's DDLG. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh-uh. Uh, we're switching in and out. You go in and out with me. Um, I would like to be nothing but a 24-7 sex slave, not having any human interaction outside of sex. That's a disagree. Oh, <coughs> treating my partner with little or no respect during uh, sex arouses me. Disagree. I like to be treated like that. <sighs> I like being forced into submission much more than submitting yeah about like the the third green one that's yeah. a that's a brat tamer thing right there yeah yeah uh, i would like uh i would like it when my partner is completely tied up during sex no. i have plenty of sexual i have plenty of sexual fantasies that i would like to try out more than most yeah agree i find it adorable when my partner acts or dresses childlike or when they engage in childlike that's a disagree baby. that's fucked up it, that's a pedophilic it literally, it literally says uh while they're like playing on coloring book or on a playground yeah i don't know yeah it's ddlg uh, i'll get into that more later holy fuck. i could be sexually submissive now and be sexually dominant and dominant another time no i'm always submissive Living in a group of slaves owned by me and serving me would be my ultimate life goal. Well, I'm pretty know. sure there's an amendment against that. I mean, that. I, I, yeah, I'm kind of with that. So put me on, like, the third green. Okay. Yes, the boss. It's no big deal when things I try turn out bad for me as part of the risk and the nest. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Okay. This is too much. <laughs> this is a short version. Oh, fuck. I don't want to do the long version. We're already at 54%. I enjoy keeping my partner as a pet. No, disagree. If I could not fulfill all of my partner's sexual desires, I would encourage them to see other people. <laughs> yeah, agree. You would tell everybody. I'm not yeah, if it. I can't do it, then I want them to be sexually happy. You want them to be single too, though, bitch. I, I often behave <laughs> in animalistic ways. Uh, disagree. Yeah. If part of my sexual desires are not fulfilled by my partner, I would want to see other people. Absolutely agree. Because you're a whore. I, uh, enjoy, I enjoy feeling, feeling like, like the predator, predator hunting the prey. prey. Disagree. I don't see. I want to be a predator. I like it when my partner takes on a nurturing and guiding, almost parental role in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you have so many issues. I enjoy watching other people being naked or having sex. Absolutely. Uh, I'd like my partner to submit to me 24-7. I'm willing to take... No. I like my partner to be completely in charge in the bedroom, ordering me around. Absolutely. If I could make some money from selling porn clips of myself, I definitely would. I'm just going to click on that one beforehand. I do. Being in fear of what my partner is going to do to me physically is arousing. Agree. I feel the need to serve my partner and treat them with the highest respect, addressing them as superiors. Agree. Taking back uh, to one's dominant in a teasery disorder. Disobey, teasingly. Teasingly. Talking way. back to one's dominant in a teasingly yeah. disobeying way should be a part. Agree. I enjoy verbally degrading my partner. No. This is too small for me to read, Lias. I enjoy it when my partner plays or acts like a pet. No. <laughs> I like to completely be in charge in the bedroom and order my partner around. No. The idea of being tortured sexually is appealing. Yes. I would be willing to leave everything I have behind to live the BDSM life of my dreams eh. i mean i got kids and shit so I, like, yeah. I feel like a recruiter is gonna call you if you hit green i like inflicting inflicting pain during sex bdsm and seeing the results of it no i don't like doing it i, I could c- not be always dominant or always submissive. i need both no i like to dominate my partner no 
Well, I do like the dominant. Oh, you you done fucked up now. I know. I like to sexually degrade, hu humiliate my partner. No, I will naturally take on a nurturing and guiding, almost parental role in a relationship. No, the idea of torturing someone sexually is appealing. No, I like to submit to my partner twenty four seven. Yup. I want my partner to serve me and address me as superior. No. I enjoy dressing or behaving like a child. No. no. I enjoy being verbally degraded or being caught. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. Two slut. more. Fuck. I want to meet more like-minded kinky people. Yes. Uh, if a new also What is that? We uh, plan to launch a BDSM thing match dating website. Okay. Oh, they got kink okay. website. Fuck yeah. <laughs> to get, if a new awesome up. kink or BDSM was launched, I would like to be kept up to date. Yes. Ah, that's uh, that's how they get you. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, my email and stuff. Okay, let's see what you got. Okay. She's a rope bunny. One hundred percent rope Lord. bunny. One hundred percent submissive. Ninety-five okay. percent voyeur. Voyeur. It means you like people to see you or like to do things publicly. Okay, ninety-four percent brat. Ninety-one percent masochist. Hold on, how does it? How do you say that? Masochist. Okay, ninety percent experimental. Experimentalist. Hold on, how to. Okay, Experimentalist? So, yes. Yep. 81% degradee. 71% exhibited, exhibitness. Exhibitionist. Exhibitionist. Thank you. I'm glad you can't read either. 60, yeah. <laughs> 64% slave. 57% non, non maga, uh, mono. Monogamous. 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 Yeah, she don't even know how to say the fucking Shut word. Shut the fuck up. 23% <laughs> primal. 22% vanilla. Excuse me? Does it say primal? Does it say primal as to which one you want? Primal, yeah, parentheses, prey. 21% uh, master slash mistress, 19% pet, and I have And 100% whore. 0% <laughs> all the way for the rest of them. Okay, okay. Well, you, you talk. Tell some of these stories real fast. I'm going to take it. Yeah, tell us. Um, I'm going to take it. So the one that came up with primal, um, I'm a primal prey all the way. We had something in North Carolina uh, called the hunt, which was basically a... 300 to 400 acre farm um, and kingsters would come out to this farm and you had primal prey and you had primal predator predator. So primal prey would basically go out in the woods and like butt ass naked. And then you got primal predators that go and hunt said prey with paintball guns. And if you get shot and you get caught, you have a list of things that you consent to. And you can say, if the person that catches you, you're not comfortable with, you can say no, but everyone pretty much knows everybody. Um, so if you get caught, they tie you to a post and they can do anything to you on that consented list for however long they want to. That I sounds kind of hot. To, I thought Abraham It's a lot of fun. I yeah. thought Abraham Lincoln made that illegal. That, okay. So I will say <laughs> that is, a, it was actually a big controversy for a long time um, that people had issues with it for that reason. But it was also one of those things where it's like, again, these are consenting adults. If you don't want to be here, don't come. It's that simple. I've gone. I had a blast. So that sounds very fun. That sounds like something. It I is. It's a lot of fucking do. fun. And then you just camp out after. Like you all, once the day ends and it gets dark, um, they have bonfires and chicks dance around the bonfires naked, and you make food. And after we play the eighteen hundreds, we're gonna take naps. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It seems like something I would really want to. Well, do. I'll keep going because I'm taking this. I know. I know. And then I will um, kind of explain the DDLG. So DDLG is Daddy Dom Little Girl. It can also be. Uh, uh, mommy Dom little boy and basically what it is is people that really didn't have a childhood maybe they had a traumatic childhood they age regress so for it and there's different spectrums of it there's like and there's conventions for this too um Capcom is the 
the convention for DDLG specifically, but basically it's like, you'll see a 50 year old man in a diaper acting, acting like a four year old. That's fucking yeah, stupid. I mean, being led around by a grown ass woman who he views in a mother like. I, I was about to say, so something like that I could do, but I mean, I guess I get the daddy daughter. Like I don't. There was a girl that I worked with that her man was like, "Come sit on my lap, and I got you a coloring book and some crayons." And to yes. me, that's just like. But I have kids too, so to right. me, that's just like some creepy. Like I would wonder if he had a. Like a, a fetish was, for children. Yeah. It's, it's definitely an extremely And it could be where, like, where people, and this is healthy if they do this, where people who do have a fetish for small children are not actually going after small children and are be- meeting their needs and their fetish in that way with other women who are going to act like a small child instead of going and like after I said, small it, it, child, it goes, children. There's definitely spectrums to it. So there's like littles and then there's middles. Littles is usually ages from like, you regress to ages of like 10 and lower. And then there's middles who are like bratty teenagers, but also really like Disney and stuffies and all that kind of stuff. Um, they'll wear like the little frilly dresses and like the socks have a little frilly. But I like, again, like I totally, it's different in one. It's really different when you have kids. Yeah. Secondly, it it's, it's something that unless it's your kink, you really don't, a lot of people don't understand. It's a very common thing that a lot of people saying. don't I'm understand. I'm not kink shaming in no way. Right. Like, that's just not for me. That is not, that gives me bad vibes. But I feel you. Yeah. But at the I same totally time, I could totally, like if a guy has a thing for small children and he is using that as like an outlet instead of actually going after small children, I'm with it, baby. You do whatever you want to do. Color with them, color with books. I don't give a fuck. Sit on his lap. I don't care. But it's just I have children, which I feel like even if I didn't have kids, I'd still feel the same way. I just get those creepy vibes. Right. And it's fucked up and it's stereotypical of me because when I think of a a woman doing that to like wanting a, a, a as a son thing, I don't think as much of it. But Who's to think of a man wanting a daughter, a woman to sit on his lap and act like a child, that's pedophilic shit. A lot of and women, women can be pedophiles too. So I know. You know, yeah, well, I mean, but a lot of them they'll also use it as like um, aftercare, which is something I didn't talk about that's really, really important. Um, obviously, a lot of stuff we talked about today are the extremes of things, but aftercare for this stuff, the stuff I was that about doesn't to say, please talk about aftercare because up. if your dom doesn't take care of you yes. after and lotion you up and take care of your bruises and your marks Run. or your lacerations <laughs> or whatever, yeah, because they should definitely be taking care of you. Yeah. After the fact, yes, I agree. There should never be a point that you just went through a two-hour impact session of being beat and degraded and all this shit, and you don't know instantaneously after that you were loved, you were cared about, that you were going to be okay. Like, that is so, so important. So if that is not happening, you are not in a dynamic, you're, you have an abuser. Yeah, period. and another thing, too, uh, like, he should not be ugly and degrading to you all of the time. Or correct. she, he or she. If they're your dominant... And they are just always talking to you like trash or treating you horrible. That's unhealthy. And once again, you have an abuser. Like you should be able, you should feel loved and cared about and not always called daddy's little slut. Yeah. If you guys, I don't know where, where, where are you guys at again? Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Y'all have to come out here. One of these. these We're actually going on a road trip. Yeah. We're going on a road trip and I want to go to Texas. I've never been to Texas. So. Ren Fair, which is the Renaissance Festival, um, has an extremely large kink presence. A lot of people don't see it. You'll see a lot of people wearing collars, saying like as in their owned and things like that. Which, by the way, for those of you who don't know who aren't familiar, 
collars in the BDSM community are basically like wedding rings in our, our normal lives. You don't really see them on a whim. You might see play collars a little bit more often. I've got two play collars in my closet. Um, those are used in scenes only, and it's for a headspace. It does not mean that I belong to that person, but normal, regular ownership collars, usually submissives cannot take off. Um, there's physically no way for them to take them off on their own. Um, and it is a huge sign of commitment, but the Texas Renfer has a huge kink presence where like they just be selling floggers and shops and things and all stuff. It's, it's subtle, but it's it's very well-placed subtleism. Um, so I would love for y'all to come out to that. I think you guys would have a fucking blast. We have a Renaissance um, Fair here. I've never been. I've always wanted I, to go. I don't think the Renaissance Fair here is like that. You don't know that. I'm pretty fucking you don't sure know the that. Renaissance Fair, it's not like I'm about to be looking for a collar on yet. everybody. I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> You got it. They're usually silver and metal. Sometimes, you know, people do different things. They'll do like a chain with a lock or some people even do a bracelet depending on the profession of the person that they're collaring. Do you talk um, about any of this on your TikTok? Do you do any TikTok videos? I do lives. I will do TikTok. I did, just did one last week on this kind of stuff. Someone actually sent me like a hundred bucks because they were like, that was super educational. Thank yeah. you. I'm like, you're welcome. I appreciate you. Um, but no, I do lives on it. Um, I can't really do regular TikToks. There is kink talk. But unless you started your account that way, if I was to go and post something like this now, it gets taken down in like five Yeah, minutes. I used it's the, close. I did a, like a transition where I just had on like normal clothes and then I changed to like a corset type bra thing and I was holding a ball gag and mm -hmm. they just kept taking it down. Instantaneously, yeah, down, they'll take them down. down. So usually the best place for this kind of stuff is, is YouTube, obviously podcasts like this, um, there are tons of different platforms to get that information on. I've been debating starting a coffee hour here where people can kind of just come and talk about the. Oh, the I'm bland just, as fuck. <laughs> you know, okay. We know. We know. 100% dominant, 92% rigor. What does that what mean? What is rigor? It means that you like to tie people up. I do. Okay. Uh, this one's good. 84% brat tamer. That's, yeah, that that's makes a, sense. Uh, it makes sense. Uh, let's see, uh, 84% uh, Voyager, or what it is. Voyager. You Voyager. like to be, yeah. 79% uh, Master, 73% Primal. The Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. 58% uh, Experimental, 53% Vanilla. Fuck you. Uh, I told you. 50% Owner, 43% uh, okay. Degrader, 19% non uh Monogamous, monogamous and 17 percent uh sadist what is sadist um <laughs> you're, you're a sadistic fuck so meaning oh, like that, makes sense. <laughs> that kind of thing like if you see if, if she's begging you're all about it that brings oh, you joy yeah, it does. It so that kind of thing yeah, very much so well kate uh thank you you've uh, educated us on something i did not need education <laughs> on um, but thank you, thank you very much for You're doing this welcome. with us. Uh, I gotta hook you and Kylie up, and you and her just do one for your show. Y'all, I it. feel like we would melt people's brains. You Absolutely. would, you would, because I'm I'm melting, but I don't know if it's in the right way. Oh my god! Or right, is it melting or leaking? Are you leaking from your dick? Maybe it's leaking. Maybe it's a little excited. Oh my goodness gracious! I know. Am I supposed to? Am I, I, I oh, need something, but. It, it ain't Jesus. I right thoroughly this enjoyed this. I'm not the most freakiest, kinkiest bitch Boy, for once. No. Oh, I, <laughs> no, she got you. 
Oh, but, facts. But she did it in a very classy <laughs> way. You see how classy she was? Yeah, and that's just not me. That's not my, my persona. Right. I just want Co Wetzel just to rocket, rocket launch, launch in my, my asshole. asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No lube. That's the next shirt I'm doing for you. Uh, <laughs> I saw a shirt that says Co makes me Wetzel, and I was like, yes, baby. Yes, he does. Anyway, <laughs> Kate, thank you for coming on again. Uh, I'll have you back again soon. You're fucking awesome. To be able to talk from politics on the last show to this one, you're a badass. Make more fucking episodes. I will. I will. You're too good at this. All right, sweetie. I will. I will. Well, we're going to upload it here in the next few minutes. Uh, so just push it later on. And, and uh, when we're on our road trip next week, if we get out to Texas, we'll have to come. I'm trying to come to Texas. We're probably going to end up in Texas. We're going to let you know. Cool. All right. So well, if y'all come, we'll probably go to Fort Worth because that's where the party's at is in Fort Worth. I'll tell you what. Let's. We'll talk to you after this, but we're probably going to okay. come to Texas because I really would love to see you. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. We'll see you later.